गुड मॉर्निंग एवरी वन एंड वेलकम टू द प्रीमियर लीग प्रिजम सो अनदर वीक हेज पास्ड एंड मैनचेस्टर यूनाइटेड इज इन मोर ट्रबल देन द लास्ट टाइम वी टॉक वॉट हैपन्ड इन द प्रीवियस गेम अगेंस्ट मैनचेस्टर सिटी इज इज जस्ट लाइक वी हिट रॉक बॉटम बिकॉज आई थिंक द फर्स्ट हाफ वी वर गुड द फर्स्ट हाफ वी वर वेरी गुड वी वर प्रेसिंग वी वर for the like 20 minutes or so we were actually the better team uh the first goal that we conceded was again a stupid goal and it shouldn't have been conceded and uh, we were then into the game sancho scored a brilliant goal and uh, we leveled it 1-1 and uh, if if we would have gone into the game with a score of 1-1 for the second half i think uh, we would have had a better chance in the game but uh, the second goal again maguire's mistake uh, we i don't know how he just dummies the ball straight into the legs of de bruyne it's it's uh, just unreal these defensive errors are costing us big time and uh, in the second half then we were just non existent in the game because i don't know how a team can perform well in the first half and then be completely out of the game in the second half now ralf ragnick came and uh, in his press conference he said that they are just a very good team and uh, we were not able to get the ball because of their qualities on the ball but i really don't believe that because we have one of the most expensively assembled squads in the world and these players are good enough and uh, why why we can't grab hold of the games is just beyond me uh, we talked about uh, ronaldo starting in the game but uh, he was injured so pogba started on the wing and uh, pogba actually looked good up front in the first half he, he was like one of our good players but then again in the second half everything just fell crumbling and uh, the team was just non existent it's just like we sometimes lose hope we sometimes stop playing we sometimes don't understand the magnitude of the situation and now arsenal is three points ahead of us and with two or three games in hand and it's the top four race now is for them to lose and it's gone from our hands this game again coming up against tottenham it's not going to be an easy game uh, antonio conte is a very shrewd manager and uh, what we have seen that they are very inconsistent as a team but uh, they do have the capabilities to put in a performance like they did against manchester and uh, harry kane on his day can you know tear any defense apart and our problem is defensively so if you look at it from this angle i don't think we have a lot of hope going into this game antonio conte will made, make his team aware of all our defensive frailties and he'll drill this team very well and i am expecting them to put in a real good performance and uh, i don't know what our team is gonna put up because all these dressing room rumors and the dressing room unrest and whatever we get on the field 
it's just not good enough and uh, i don't think we are going to end up finishing in the top 4 because the team just doesn't show the bottle to play in the important games let alone i'm not even talking about the important games we end up drawing games against watford and burnley and these are the games where we should pick up three points maybe if we then lose against the best team in the world in man city and the best team in the world in liverpool that's okay but uh, when you drop points against even the minos there is no chance you're going to finish in the top 4 and that is the situation that manchester united is dealing with right now ronaldo has trained in the past few days so maybe he comes back straight into the side and i hope that he does because when you play pogba in the wing your midfield is then non existent so and it's just like we are cramming in players just for the sake of putting up a starting 11 whereas there is no philosophy there is no real identity ralph ragnick came in with a promise of uh, making this team a pressing machine he was considered the mad professor in germany and uh, we haven't seen that we haven't seen that in any game we see that in bits and patches in few games like we did against city like we did against crystal palace like we we do it against a lot of teams we do it in bits and patches we'll do it for 20 minutes for 15 minutes and then we'll just forget about it and uh, we i don't know what we do but uh, we just we capitulate basically this team has no identity this team doesn't show the courage this team can't even keep hold of the ball in the opponent's half for a long period of time and uh, the only player who seems to be making a bit of an effort right now is jaden sancho he looks really good but uh, apart from that there are inconsistent performances all over the field which is which is which is what the season has been for us uh, we come into this game against a tottenham side who will be very well drilled they do end up performing good against the big teams they did perform fairly well against liverpool and they did end up beating man city so they do turn up for the big games and they i know that they will turn up against us their formation of 3 4 will be very tricky for us dejan kulosevski is in very good form son is just a world class player and there is no other striker in the premier league better than harry kane he may be one of the best players in the premier league let alone de bruyne so <clears throat> i think this is this is again going to be a really really tricky game for us and uh, antonio conte will find a way to get past us and uh, i'm really not expecting a lot from this game as well coming on to who i think will be the threat for us in this game it's pretty obvious it's going to be the front three it's going to be son kane and kulusevski they have been very good in the past few days harry kane again scored in the last game and uh, he is right now bang in form and so it will be very hard for our backline to contain him uh, son and kulusevski are again very very good players and uh, 
they will they will create a lot of problems for us considering our players i don't know what uh, what diego dalo has done wrong because uh, he was having good games he was playing well he was defensively not as strong as van bisaka but his overall output in the games was much better than van bisaka and suddenly van bisaka comes into the side and he is just non existent right right now and he hasn't done anything wrong if you ask me to deserve this treatment because he should at least even if you want to rotate your right backs then again you should play one game to van bisaka and one game to diego dalor let them both have a chance to prove themselves but right now it looks like uh, whatever happens in the game van bisaka will be starting and which is which is not an ideal situation to be in because we need a attacking right back we can't we can't let van bisaka play all these games he just has no output going forward and uh, which is sickening if you it's really sad to be a manchester united fan right now because uh, people would say that glazers are killing the club glazers are uh, you know ruining this football club but uh, i would argue again that in the time since us alex has left we have spent a lot of money we have spent a billion and a half in transfers only man city has played paid as much money as we have done so it's not like the managers are not getting the players that they want no manager can ever get every player that he wants but uh, we are investing a lot in this club the glazers are investing a lot in this club it's just that the players are the players are crumbling under the pressure of that red jersey of manchester united the club is too big for these players and uh, the players whoever come in the squad just regresses and uh, what to say about other players when a great like cristiano ronaldo comes in the side and he too regresses so and i know that he is getting old the age does take an effect like we saw yesterday against the game real madrid versus psg even messi was not at his pumping best and uh, when the things started going against psg messi was nowhere to be seen so yeah i do understand that uh, players like ronaldo and messi are nearing the end it's sad to see them coming to an end because they have been just phenomenal all these years but uh, yeah they are on the decline but the others football is not a one player game football is a team game and others should be doing something around ronaldo so that ronaldo gets he is still the best poacher in the world when it comes to finishing from the box but he is not getting the service that he needs and uh, that is that is down to every other player in the team because the team is not able to create chances to get ronaldo in the position where he flourishes adinson kamani i don't know what he is doing in the club he whenever he plays he does put in a shift but he doesn't really play because uh, he hasn't been a part of the match day squad for even 20% of our games and uh, why are we then paying him when we can't trust the guy to start it's just beyond me why did we extend him for another season when uh, even the previous season he wasn't part of even 50% of the games 
is just beyond me maybe maybe oli wanted to keep him but now oli is gone and the next manager whoever he is he'll have to take a lot of strong decisions uh like in the previous podcast uh, we discussed that i'll talk about who the next manager of manchester united should be in this episode so yeah let's get into this right away i think there are only two options for manchester united right now it's eric ten hag or mauricio pochettino pochettino does have an advantage in the sense that uh, he has managed in the premier league he knows the he knows premier league clubs inside out he has performed really well with tottenham in a limited budget with that tottenham side took them to the champions league final and whatever is happening with him in psg is i would really discount that because psg again is a very toxic club just <laughs> much like manchester united but i think there is much more political pull in psg because uh, even nasser al khalifi and leonardo they both of these guys they put a lot of pressure on their managers to pick and choose the squad uh, as it appears from the outside and uh, these players neymar and uh, mbappe and di maria these players are uh, superstars and uh, they are the ones who have the power in that dressing room and not the manager so i might be able to give a pass to pochettino in that sense because pochettino in stature is not that big in world football right now as let's say neymar so i would uh, like to give pochettino a pass on that coming to eric ten hag i really like his attacking game i really like his philosophy and uh, i think he'd be a very 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 good manager for manchester united if he does end up becoming the manchester united manager so these i think there is no bad choice among these two managers if i were given a option to choose between the two i might lean just a little bit towards mauricio pochettino because i really love the guy and i think that uh, just because of the fact that he has you know displayed a lot in the previous years that he really wants to manage manchester united and that is a big thing so i would maybe just lean a little bit towards mauricio pochettino but even if it's not pochettino and ten hag i'll be equally happy because ten hag is a really attacking manager with a really clear cut identity and a really defined pattern of play so n- any of the either of the two will be very very good for manchester united apart from that if we go for any other manager i think we are again we are again gonna regress and uh, not be able to compete for the titles as we should be doing so that is it that is my opinion i think both of these guys pochettino and ten hag are ideally suited for manchester united both of them would be really good managers i know that we'll get a they both will get a big transfer kitty they both will be given money to spend and shape this squad into their identities so i'm not really bothered about money as such because glazers do end up spending money the problem with a club like manchester united is that if you go into the transfer market for a player 
the value of the player suddenly increases by 20 to 30 millions just because everybody knows that manchester united has a lot of money and uh, that's that's just normal that's uh, a drawback of being a club of the stature of manchester united players here right now are don't, not coming to win the titles because obviously we're not competing for the big titles players are coming in for the money and uh, this is this is a really really bad trend because we end up buying mercenaries and uh, if you ask me in the past 5 years the only good signing that uh, that looks like it's gonna be a good signing for the future of the club is Jaden Sancho. Yeah, we do have Bruno Fernandez, and we actually bought Bruno Fernandez for a reasonable amount of money. Uh, but yeah, for the long term, I think the guy who has the potential to be that world class player to be in the running for the Ballon d'Oros is gonna be Jaden Sancho, and uh, I think he has been the only good buy apart from Bruno Fernandez for us in the past couple of years so yeah if these two managers are uh, give if either of them are given chance to manage united and given the funds to manage united i think they'll be doing well but right now it's the players who have to have a real hard look on themselves these players are letting themselves down and letting the team down day in day out and uh, i don't know what's going in the mind of these players because uh, they are they are really good players, but uh, they just they just never perform to the best of their abilities, and uh, you know, at the end of the day, people are saying that uh, they don't listen to the manager because he's just here for six months and uh, he doesn't have the authority. But when you're playing for a club like Manchester United, which is a dream of millions and billions of players to you know play for a club like Manchester United and you're actually there, you're training there week in, week out, you are the privileged ones who get to put on the jersey of Manchester United and step into Old Trafford and play against these amazing fans who will support you through thick and thin and then you don't end up performing it's really heartbreaking because even the money that you're on manchester united pays their players handsomely and uh, takes care of their lifestyle there's nothing there's nothing that these players you know can argue about that they're not being given this or that they're being given everything and they're still just not performing on the pitch which is a really 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 tricky situation to be in uh, next year is gonna be a really important year for us because this season is all but gone i don't think we are gonna finish in the top four we'll have to start again from the scratch with a new manager and a new philosophy the games from now till the end of the season really don't mean anything uh, yeah we are still in the champions league we are you know playing against atletico madrid on wednesday and uh, that is gonna be a huge game but uh, even the most ardent of united fans will agree with the fact that we're not gonna win the champions league so yeah a good run in the champions league might be a confidence booster for these players in the next season of the champions league but we won't be playing next season in the champions league most probably we'll be playing in the europa league again which i hate Europa leagues but that's the reality of the situation right now we will be playing in the Europa League as things stand and hence we have nobody else but to blame ourselves 
and does this game against tottenham becomes really 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 important if we want to have an outside chance of finishing in the top 4 we need to beat tottenham at all costs and uh, if we do end up getting defeated in this game uh, top 4 is 100% gone then then there is actually no chance of finishing in the top 4 as i talked in the previous episode the chelsea situation it has gotten even worse now uh, roman abramovich has put to sanctions by the british government and uh, this will 100% have an effect on the chelsea squad i don't think they'll be performing as well as uh, they had been in the previous games yeah these type of situations also end up do galvanizing a side but right now there is too much uncertainty within the chelsea camp and i really don't think that this will end up galvanizing the team i really think that uh, they'll end up losing a lot more games from now till the end of the season and uh, so united just united just needs to win all their games in hand if they want to finish in the top 4 but uh, i really don't think that's gonna happen uh the fan base is demoralized much like the players because because there it really doesn't feel real with the history of manchester united which with what we are used to seeing what we were with sir alex ferguson like having a draw or a defeat was was a shocker but right now it's all normal getting beat is normal getting beat by minos is normal getting beat by big teams is normal and the work culture is just non existent right now in this club i hope whoever the new manager is if he is pochettino or ten hag i hope they'll they'll bring this club back from the ashes because right now what that's what we are we are an ashes we are uh, we are a pale imitation of what manchester united used to be we are nothing more than a merchandise store and uh, yeah it pains to be a manchester united fan right now but uh, i guess you have to when uh, when you've won so much you also need to you know experience a lot of pain because football comes and goes in cycles and right now we are in a downward spiral and it will take a long long time for us to recover from this and get back to what we used to be but yeah hope hope that uh, this game is not what i expected to be hope that uh, we don't end up yelling in front of t- our tv sets again hopefully united do end up you know putting in a performance but these are just shallow hopes and the players might prove us wrong ultimately but right now it doesn't look like it right now this team is defeated right now this team is demoralized and that's that's the situation so yeah guys this was the premier league prism and uh, i hope you're liking the content i know there's not much to celebrate if you're a manchester united fan right now if you are not a manchester united fan you would be loving all these episodes <laughs> a bit more because everybody likes an opposition fan hurting especially if it's a manchester united fan so yeah that's that's what it is this is this is the time to galvanize as a fan base this is a time to get behind the team even though the team is not performing that's all we can do right now let 
let our love and our burning candle not get extinguished and uh, hope that the next season will be better because this season is gone so yeah i'm nishant avasthi your host this is uh, premier league prism keep sending in your questions on twitter i'll be tackling them the love you have been pouring in has been amazing and yeah follow the reds follow the red devils follow manchester united keep loving the club keep hoping for the best and you know don't have a hard time watching the next game <laughs> see ya